Before we begin, a disclaimer. This podcast is for information only. I am not a mental health or medical professional, nor are my guests unless otherwise stated. My guests and I do not speak for or represent any recovery programs or workshops. I do not sell ads on this podcast, and I do not make any money from it. And finally, I want to warn you that some episodes may contain content about emotional, physical, and sexual abuse, which some listeners may find triggering or dysregulating. Hello, and welcome to the Loving Parent Podcast. If you're new here, this is where we explore the ideas of becoming our own loving parents and reparenting our trauma to build resilience. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Brita, and I'm your host. In this episode, I'm going to talk about self-esteem again, this time, how to get it and how to keep it. Several episodes back, I talked about self-esteem my own belief about how lovable and capable I am. I mentioned the two forms of self-esteem messages, the lovable messages for being that we don't earn and the capable messages for doing that we do earn. And I talked about the positive side of self-esteem and the negative side. The positive messages are those from others and from myself, which build up my self-esteem. And of course, the negative messages are the ones that I give myself and get from others that tear down my self-esteem. There are two ways for me to demolish my self-esteem, accepting and keeping negative messages and rejecting and pushing away positive messages. Who would do that, you ask? Well, children who were raised and trained by their parents, teachers, and society to do just that. They have neuron pathways formed by trauma and negative messages, which, if not interrupted, keep repeating. There are also two ways for me to build my self-esteem. First, I can accept and keep the positive messages that come my way, and second, I can give back any negative messages I receive. Who would do that? Those who were parented with gentleness, humor, love, and respect. Those who have neuron pathways laid down through love and positive teaching and growth. Although I got very little of this as a child, I can learn to do it for myself now and for the rest of my life. Some days, I feel like a person standing in a batting cage with balls, messages, coming at me from all directions. I have no bat and no glove. I'm getting pummeled, but at least I'm getting some messages. And some is better than none, right? Even negative is better than none. So how do I take care of myself, parent myself, reparent myself? First, I get myself a bat. I start to bat away the negative messages coming at me. Sometimes I use a gentle bunt, and sometimes I smack a negative message into the bleachers. But sometimes, especially when I'm tired, I pick up a glove and I start catching negative messages, as I was trained to do as a kid. 
I can hear my parents and even some teachers saying, I'm telling you these things or I'm hitting you for your own good. And if I don't hurt you, somebody else will. If you're catching and keeping negative message balls, I encourage you to put down that glove for now and quit collecting negative messages. Suppose a negative message ball coming at me is, you don't do anything right. I can hit that one away, saying out loud, that's not true for me. Another ball comes toward me with the message, nobody loves you. Again, I can take a swing and say, I don't believe that. I know some people will say they aren't affected by the negative messages people toss at them. I just don't pay any attention, they'll say. Or, I just let the bad stuff roll off my back. That might work later on when we have lots of positive self-esteem to spare. But in the beginning of this part of our reparenting, it's important to give back negative messages calmly and quietly if possible even though we may have the mental image of swinging a bat. Otherwise, the messages do get in along those old, well-worn neuron pathways. Sometimes I say to folks, ouch, I don't want that remark. You can have it back. If the person is self-aware, has plenty of self-esteem, and is doing reparenting work, he or she will probably say, wow, you're right, I apologize. But often people don't know what to do with the awful thing they've just said and have been given back, and they try to lob it at me again, then I need to give it back one more time and walk away. This giving back of negative messages is very scary at first. What would have happened to you if you had tried that as a kid? I know I'd have been slapped, but now I'm an adult, and I've learned that every time I can stand up for myself, I'm growing positive self-esteem. I often walk away feeling giddy. I'm forming new neuron pathways in my brain. I no longer have to fight, flee, or freeze. I'm relieved that I don't get hurt, and I'm excited that I've taken a step forward in my self-care. That being said, please be careful when you try this at first. Ask a trusted friend or relative to role-play these scenarios with you. Role-play them often and in different situations. These new neuron pathways you're building take time and practice to form. When you try this for real, pick a person who feels safe for you for the first time. If possible, tell the person, I'm going to try a new communication skill here, and I really feel awkward about it. Now, if you're in an abusive relationship or a work situation that's abusive, and you want to give back negative messages, I strongly suggest doing it in writing or over the phone from a safe place. I often think it's better to do that work with a sponsor or a therapist. Writing letters that are not delivered, but burned. In my mind, abusers do not deserve confrontation or explanations. They know what they've done. Just walk away. Keeping myself safe from abuse is an important part of my reparenting. One final point about giving back negative messages. Explanations are useless. They're part of my defense mechanisms and my attempt to take care of the person who's just tried to tear down my self-esteem. I think I'm being reasonable and nice. I have a friend who says I'm going to die of nice. 
Explanations only give my assailant more ammunition to throw back at me in the form of more negative messages. When I can give back the first negative message and walk away, I'm clear about what's happened and I'm proud of myself for taking care of myself. Now let's return to our baseball metaphor. I've got a bat and am learning how to send back negative message balls. But what about the positive message balls that might be in the incoming mix? Many of us were trained, as I was, to hit those away while catching and keeping the negative message balls. We may have been told, people are only being nice to you because they want something from you. Or, you'd better not believe those compliments. You'll get big-headed and no one will like you. These old rules are wrong. Now is the time to pick up that glove again and start catching and keeping the positive message balls. One of my favorite things to say to myself when I catch a compliment is, breathe and believe. You see, when I first started trying to accept positive messages, I noticed I was holding my breath. I'd mutter, thank you, with what little breath I had and scurry away so I could breathe again. Now I stand or sit up straight take a deep breath and say, thank you, or I appreciate that. This is another new skill you can practice with someone you trust to start forging new neuron pathways. Role play giving each other compliments, sitting or standing up straight, taking in a deep breath and saying, thank you, only thank you, not yeah, right, or you've got to be kidding. Those statements push away the positive message and drain self-esteem. What if I'm not getting enough positive messages? What if I'm exhausted from batting away negative messages? It's my job to find ways to get more positive messages. I can clearly give them to myself using the kinds of affirmations I've talked about before. But sometimes I just don't have the energy to do all of this parenting and reparenting work for and by myself. When that's the case, I need to ask a safe person or two for help. And oh my goodness, is that hard. I feel very scared and vulnerable when I have to ask someone to give me more positive messages, to call or approach someone and say, I need to hear that I'm lovable. I need to hear that I am on the right path. I need to hear that I'll find that right job for myself. If I don't ask for what I need, if I don't take care of myself, who will? I often metaphorically look behind myself to find that there's not a line of people back there waiting to take care of me. There's only me. And this mental exercise usually prompts me to ask myself if I'm spending too much time and energy on others who really don't need my help. This is an issue of boundaries, a great topic for another episode. I'd like to end with a self-esteem caveat. There is one group of people I must never ask for positive messages, children. It is never a child's responsibility to take care of my self-esteem. I may get a spontaneous compliment from a child, and when I do, I treasure it. I take in a deep breath and say thank you not only to soak up this compliment for myself, but also I smile inside, knowing that I'm role modeling for this child how to breathe and believe 
a positive message. As I'm sure you've noticed, self-esteem seems simple at first, but it's really a balancing act of awareness of the messages I'm receiving, the ones I'm keeping, and the ones I'm giving back. Listen to this and the previous episode on self-esteem several times if you'd like, and take notes. There's a lot to learn and a lot to remember. As I become healthier and have been surrounding myself with healthier people, all this work on my new self-esteem neuron pathways has been much easier to maintain. And as I said before, this is a boundary issue. We'll address boundaries in another episode. Thanks for joining me for this episode. It was produced by me, Brita Firm, and edited by Vaughn David. Our music is by Emmanuel Wilde. If you like what you heard, please leave a positive review and tell a friend. Also, tap subscribe and notifications so you won't miss a single episode. Remember, as you walk your reparenting path, you can take your time. You deserve all the love you want, and my love goes with you.